chugging along, writing a song when something special comes along. It's a long-winded directionless discussion for conversationalists. You bring the wit, you bring the brains, and we'll talk it over between takes. Welcome to Between Takes with Opal Entertainment. We are your hosts, Olivia O'Neill. And Aiden Driscoll. And we have a lot of conversations. One of our favorite things to do is have lengthy convos with interesting people. So we started a podcast. On this podcast, you can hear us talk about the process of our writing and the inspiration that we find in music, movies, and art that intrigues us. Our conversations may range from just a random story about a trip to the grocery store to exploring our purpose as humans in a very existential way. One of our hopes with this podcast is to expand our community. We hope to have guests hear from our listeners listeners get you involved in things we think are important. So tune in for some conversations from a couple of kids who think they know better. And sit back and enjoy this week's episode of Between Takes. Check. Can you check yours again? Check. (laughs) Do it the Aiden way. Uh, Check. Hello. Can you hear me? Okie doke. Okie doke. Welcome back to Between Takes, ladies and gentlemen. Today is the seventh installment of this little uh, podcast. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a lucky number, seven. Mm-hmm. But it also falls uh, just a few days before Halloween. So we've been thinking about this. Anyway, all that to say, we decided to do a Halloween special with special guests. Uh, Liv's backstory on her favorite Halloween costume <laughs> and superstition origin stories, the game. I will want to point out here. I will want to. I do want to point out. You're wearing kind of a Halloween sweatshirt. It's well, yeah. it's from Charlie Brown's Hall, the Great Pumpkin, and basically it's a picture of two ghosts, and one of them is the one with like all the holes in it because mm-hmm. it like cut too many holes for eyes, and it just says I got a rock because. <laughs> In the Great Pumpkin, that's, that's right. yeah, it's so funny. That's I one of the things so they funny. say, right? Parents were brutal in the 60s. Yeah. Back when Charlie Brown was a kid, they'd be like, costume was bad, I'm giving you a rock. And and he <laughs> It's just, like an honest review. It's yeah. Like... Yeah. So, okay. let's quick, do you have any favorite Halloween memories? Not necessarily a tradition, but like one specific Halloween, did something exceptionally cool happen that you like? Um, I have a memorable, like, one, I guess. So, we... There was a year that we lived in Zamroda, which is that's a small town outside of Rochester. And we typically, I guess it's kind of a tradition, we typically carve pumpkins every year. Mm-hmm. This year, we kind of were busy and we hadn't gotten around to it until the day of we're like, oh, we haven't carved our pumpkins. And usually we do that like a couple weeks before Halloween. And so we're like, okay, let's go do that. We have the day. It's the day of Halloween. Let's go figure that out. Well, all the pumpkins like in Zamroda had been sold out. So all we could find were these like really funky looking gourds. And we're like, okay, what can we do with this? Like squash and zucchini. Yeah, like that type of stuff. And um, we tried to like, my mom was so funny because she wanted to make it like, we were like, oh, you know, and she's like, well, this will be cool. Like, let's paint them. Let's do something. And so we tried some things and it, I, we watched The Great Pumpkin too. But that was also the year that, um, that was probably the longest we were out because for Zambroda, you can walk, like all the neighborhoods are like in, like the town is like yeah. in, um pretty close proximity so you just go up and down up and down but sometimes the houses are a little spread apart or they didn't mm-hmm. they weren't giving out candy so we were like halfway through and we were like mom like you know it's kind of cold 
can we, you know, like whatever. And she's like, no, we have to get more candy. This yeah. is not enough candy. That's what my dad was like. <laughs> and, my dad was the one. Who and we was weren't like, actually like being forced to. We wanted yeah. to, but part. I think we would have like gone. We might have been like, okay, we're good. And my mom was mm-hmm. like, we don't have enough candy. <laughs> Let's keep going. Yeah, my dad would always be like, you can get the next block over. Yeah, you can at least do that, right? Was like, oh, there's like only four houses over. And there. honestly, Let's I just... really loved it. I'm so glad she yeah. like I. But I just think she brought. Uh, we, I was actually talking to her about. Um, this last night because we had been talking about this idea mm. and she reminded me of that story and I think it's so funny. <laughs> so that That's was memorable because we, I don't know how many miles we went, but we just went through the whole of Zambroda. Did you and we always candy? take like, yeah, we always take like pillowcases. I know like some people like take those little like orange plastic buckets you can mm. buy and that's, I'm like, that's not enough. you're limiting yourself. You are. You really you are. are. So a pillowcase is really the best option. Yeah. I think some people like do garbage bags. I don't know. There's something about a pillowcase you can kind of put over your yeah. back if you get tired and it's like a sack, you know, like, yeah. and sometimes you can like add that. It looks like it can be part of a costume. Like mm-hmm. if you're something cool, like we can, we'll go into that. Right. Okay. But uh, do you have a uh, memorable Halloween that you want to share? Um, Halloween was that holiday that we would be talking about for like the entire month of October, <laughs> me and my brothers. Mm-hmm. And we'd be talking about what are we going to be dressing up as and who are we going to go with and what neighborhood and all that. And it was a lot of fun to plot out like where we were going because we're like, okay, this spot has the mm. most houses, but this spot we went the year before last, and they had so the best you candy. always like came in from your town to like go. We always just went around the neighborhood that we right. were because we moved a lot, right. so it just was new usually. And we just lived out in the country, right? So, so you had we to were come like, in. We got to go into Rochester oh. for the trick or treating gotcha. because Chatfield is. I think we might have like driven through Chatfield one time, but I mean that's a tiny town. Yeah, that there were maybe like three or four houses at the right. beginning of the night, <laughs> um, but. So, like, we would be planning out, we'd be having a good time, and we'd kind of have a rough idea, like, what our costume was mm-hmm. a couple of days before, but, like, not, like, without fail, the day before, someone would always be missing something, so yeah. we need to go to the store for something, and we'd always, like, make our own. Same, um, yeah, for the most part, yeah. And the day of, like, my dad got so invested in our <laughs> costumes, how he, we would be like, maybe this will work, and he'd be like, no, we can make it better. <laughs> We're not settling for that brand of grease paint. We got to get the good grease paint to give you the good Groucho Marx mustache. And yeah, that was a lot of fun because he would just get so Probably into makes it. you like more excited. Like yeah. it's like, this and is then, a real deal. And like, then he would plot out good ways to like, because it was also cold yeah. on, you know, on October you have nights. To, so you got to like get layer costumes up. That you got to get costumes that accommodate that. And so he would figure out ways to, to layer things so that we could stay warm, but also the costume would still be showed off. Because a lot of kids you'll see... They're like wearing their princess and mm-hmm. then they just have like a jacket over it. Yeah. Which is like, it's fine, but you're kind of killing the vibe. So, like, right. get a good costume that you can put under you can, Yeah. Or just bigger. <laughs> right, yeah. Up a couple so, sizes. Yeah, that was fun. I went as Quasimodo one time. Oh, wow. That was pretty fun. Is that your favorite or? No. Oh, okay. But it was fine. My mm-hmm. favorite was the last. So, when I was 15, I went trick or treating late. <laughs> this was like my parents didn't have like a cutoff for when you could stop trick-or-treating it was just kind of like when you want to be done you can be done like mm-hmm. i don't remember calling my older brother one of my older brothers trick-or-treating hardly at all i don't mm-hmm. know if he ever went i think he was over it at a certain point whereas like kieran the brother just older than me he was trick-or-treating until he was like 16 17 mm-hmm. so i think it was when i was 15 i wanted to go trick-or-treating but i didn't really have a good costume so i would just i just like wore a suit and I think I decided to be whoever, like, who are you? And I was like, who do you think I am? Jimmy Stewart? Yep, that's who I am. And then I was like, who are you? Who do you think I am? Gary Cooper? Right. And they're all, like, 40s actors. And I was like, that was a bad costume. The, the candy was fine. The year was fine. But the costume was just bad. And I went in a group with, like, a lot of... That was when Lexi was Lucille Ball. Mm. And uh, I think Taliesin was... Um, 
the ape from Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. Cornelius. And Jack was a leprechaun, and he Jack went crazy with that. It's hilarious. Like, there were some good costumes in our group. Some really good costumes. Mm-hmm. And then I was there in just a suit. I thought you were, like, um, Charlie Chaplin or something. No. No, it was literally just, a, like, a suit and a fedora. <laughs> anyway, year after that, I was like, I guess I probably won't go this year. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I was 16. Like, I guess this is it. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of a bummer. Especially to, to go out. Like, my last mm-hmm. Halloween was such a bad costume. Aww. But then... Like a couple, like a week before or something like that, we were in the warehouse where we were rehearsing. Mm-hmm. And I was just looking around and I saw the kick drum that had like the backpack thing <laughs> on it that you could like mount onto your back. And I was it's like, like well, for wait like a, a one second. man band type Yeah, of thing. I was like, wait a second. So I figured I like, I took that and I put it on my back and I mounted a trombone on it and I had a guitar and I think I had a couple other instruments hanging around. And I was like, I was, yeah, anyway, when it was a one man band, my very last year. And mm-hmm. that was. Did you go with anybody? Yeah. Okay. I, we were like a large group. Okay. <laughs> I was one 16-year-old kid wandering around the neighborhoods of Rochester. But that was fun. Right near the end of the evening, there was a house, and she was like, we were, we, we saw, we saw, we were walking up to the house, and she saw the light turn off, and we're like, okay, mm. I guess she's done. And we were like, walked past it, and then she saw that we walked past it, and she turned the light back on, and she ran out, and was like, hey, do you guys want candy? I'm, you know, I'm turning off the lights, but I sell a lot of candy if you want it. Aww. We're like, oh, that's nice. We all went over there and got her candy, and I was at the back of the line. And... She was giving, I mean, just like handfuls of candy, oh, handfuls wow. of candy. And then she was like, oh, that's cool. Do you play? Because she had thought of the guitar. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I play. And she was like, if you play me a song, I'll give you this whole box of gummy bears. <gasps> There's this giant box of gummy bears. And so I played a little song, and she gave me a bunch of gummy bears. Good for you, dude. Yeah, that was a good costume. Do you See, have a favorite costume? learning guitar comes in handy. Yep, especially on Halloween. <laughs> um, My favorite I think was once when my whole family dressed up, which my mom and dad like never dressed up. It wasn't really a thing. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, we were like really invested this one year and we were all like pirates, like mm-hmm. a family pirate. And it was so fun. And I feel like I look cool. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. we look really cool. So that, w- that was really fun. Um, Yeah. The one year, I think it might have been my last year. I was Dory. Alexa was no, me. your last year was the same year I was a one-man band. I wasn't there. Yeah, you were. You were Scarecrow. Oh, yeah. Lexi was a Tin Man and I was a Scarecrow. That mm-hmm. was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I like that costume, actually. It was cozy. You just wore, like, flannel and jeans and, like, a straw hat and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we did, like, face painting. But, yeah. Lexi went all out for that. She, she was, did. She's awesome. She would always... She did, like... Yeah, she would walk in and be like, and, oh, the Scarecrow. And then Lexi walked in and was like... You're Tin hey, Man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure, awesome. just go the next four miles. Yeah. But yeah, one year we were, I was Dory and she was Nemo. And we had been like, throughout the whole month, we had been like, you know, what should we be? What should, you know, mm-hmm. we want to be something cool. We're like kind of at that age where it's like, you want to be a character, but you want to be like old, like look cool mm-hmm. and stuff. <laughs> Obviously, Nemo right. and Dory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so it was kind of last minute. We were putting it together and we're like, okay, how are we going to do this? So <laughs> I had like a yellow sweatshirt and I tied like, blue like um scarves and ribbon around my arms and like down my legs so it was like supposed to be like blue and yellow stripe because she's that's her and Lexi right. was the same with like orange and she like I think we I think we painted our face like I remember Lexi bit. being like really orange yeah I think you also like put hints you like made your own bags like put hints on there or something like that yeah or just keep swimming uh, or something it yeah. was like paper bags like big paper bags it was horrible oh. we have pictures and we just look like you know how, like, when you have too many layers, and but they're tight, so they're frumpy? Yeah. <laughs> you have, like, a big layer and then, like, a tight yeah. layer over it or something? 
that's how we look so we just and you then, looked like it should have been like, like a ski suit tied. or something like that yeah you have it like tied yeah. tight around your arms so then it's like bubbling over with like the <laughs> the sweatshirt it was so funny yeah. we look so like chubby i feel like talias and my youngest brother he, he had some of the best costumes hmm. he went as oscar the grouch once mm-hmm. which was so i mean he was i think i remember that he was probably pretty adorable. I don't remember him being that adorable because we were so close in age. But <laughs> yeah, it was so he. That was when my dad just went all out and, and he, we we like he figured out how to like find like one of those old tin garbage cans, like mounted it to a hat and like put it on his head. Yeah. And then he had like green face paint, oops, <laughs> green face paint, and like we got like a big black mustache for like his big unibrow. Uh-huh. And then there was like this big <laughs> tub that we cut out the bottom of and just kind of strapped it to him. And mm-hmm. so he was like a so fun to make him, isn't it? Yeah, it was so much fun. I don't find it as fun to like, I mean, it's, I'm not like judging or anything, but I personally don't. I'm judging a little bit. Okay. Like going to like the store and just picking out like, it's already in a, it's like all the yeah. whole costume is in a bag. It's all it's there like, and it's like, that's not it. I think I used to, I think when we were younger, we just didn't want to like spend the money on it. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes I'd be like, oh, I want to pick out like, mm-hmm. and mom's like, let's, you know, but I'm glad we made them because mm-hmm. it was fun. It was fun. And they're better costumes. Yeah. Like you and can you tell can, like, when they're when they're there's more variety. Them. It's not just like yeah, superhero or right. cat or something. <laughs> yeah, you can be Oscar the Grouch. Yeah, you probably you know whatever. And then there are kids that just drive the whole time, guys. Guys, oh, that's they, not. Yeah, the point is to walk. The point is to be out there in the streets. Well, maybe the point is maybe the point for them is to get the most candy, and they're being clever. There are better ways. Okay. I mean, yeah. One time. Okay. Cross-country trick-or-treating, which we should have thought of earlier. You just run <laughs> in between houses instead of walk. That's oh. it. That's the only thing. It's not as enjoyable, though. No, it is. Because oh. you get way more candy. I remember when I was big enough to go trick-or-treating with, like, Kieran and the Elkers. Mm. The El- Kieran and the Elkers were the big kids. <laughs> and then I went there, and it was, like, Kieran, Mac, Isaac, Tia, Johnny, Kristen, Michaela, all the big kids. Yeah, I felt like, I finally made it. <laughs> I finally made it. And then they all graduated that year. So I only went trick-or-treating with them once, and then mm-hmm. I had to start my own cool kid group. Which, basically, that cool kid group had already been started with, mm-hmm. by, like, you and Nigel, Eamon, and Logan, and all that. I was, like, right there in the middle for a lot of that. Yeah. So then I was kind of jumping back and forth. You were just on the older side, yeah. Yeah, so I was on the older side of like who are now like my good friends Mm -hmm. and on the younger side of who are now my bad friends no just my friends who are older than me Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah it was it was a really tough spot oh my goodness it was not that big of a deal anyway that was kind of fun do you have any um traditions though other than trick-or-treating we would normally try and watch our snake and old lace on halloween Mm. because that takes place on halloween and that's a great movie yeah that's one of those movies that i watched as a kid and i knew it was hilarious and i would laugh at so much of it but it was also really scary so so you when we did the play you knew it oh yeah oh. no yeah i like, grew up with that movie okay. i did not i'm sorry you should it's but a, i did yeah. watch it as we were doing it or maybe that was a after. fun play yeah <laughs> so <laughs> quick backstory on that before we move on our sermon lace was a play and then frank capra the genius he is put it on stage and made it better or put it on screen and made it even better like it's a great play it's a really funny play mm-hmm. But he, like, just took it to the next level. and I think it was just a small miss of the cast slash set, I think. You mean the movie? What made the movie so good? Yeah. They, like, it's hardly went so, anywhere. Yeah, it's it so, awesome. like, claustrophobic and chaotic mm-hmm. and hilarious. Murder is hilarious. But also scary at times and, like, genuinely suspenseful. Yeah. 
um it's so different and then you go you go what yeah yeah (laughs) there's so much yeah what is your logic it totally surprises me in a way looking i grew up with that movie and i also grew grew up with a bunch of other frank capra movies but i didn't necessarily know that they were all frank capra Mm. so then at a certain point i actually like started watching a bunch of frank capra's work and then i found out he directed our snicket on lace and Mm. it's just so different from all the other stuff because it's for it's just a very straightforward comedy. It you know? really is. It's it's so many of his other things are can be hilarious, but there's like real there's also very realness in there. There's there's very right. real characters and a lot of them are about like I don't know whatever it is. He he loves like the underdog character, the George mm-hmm. Bailey's and the Jefferson Smiths and all that. And this is just Arsenio Lace is just a straightforward comedy. It's yeah. so funny. It's funny. But again, also so like suspenseful and scary at times. Anyway, I think it just kind of shows how good he was. But we did it as a play at one point. Caitlin, who went to school in California, came back for just like, it was like two weeks in the fall. Yeah. That's right. Oh, she had this weird school thing where she was gone for like six weeks and then home for two weeks and then gone for six weeks or something like that. Because she like, it was an all year round school. Right. So she got like breaks and stuff. Right. But she was coming back for like two weeks in the fall and she emailed a bunch of us and was like, hey, who wants to do a play when I'm home? Because she just didn't stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she still doesn't. And we and were like, yes. You were like, totally. Let's like eight of us do this play that's this incredibly fast-paced slapstick yeah like thriller comedy kind of slapstick yeah it's very witty it's very like you have very wordy and we're like like really and we're like 12 years old (laughs) lexi Lexi, was awesome she played like a crazy person kind of well she played teddy roosevelt yeah (laughs) i mean Someone thinking they were Teddy Roosevelt. That was a anyway. We rehearsed it before she came. Yeah. And then two weeks that she was here was like production week type of thing, mm-hmm. and built the set and everything. It was intense. Were we in the Slater's living room? Just we were rehearsing in the Slater's living room, and we the like dress rehearsal. We didn't have a spot to perform. We thought we had a spot, and then that fell through. Yeah, we found like a room in in like a the tech, the RCTC. It's like a yeah. Community, community college. college it was like in this like classroom. Yeah, it literally was just in the corner. It wasn't that the we best, set it up. but it was fine. But it worked for what we wanted it was kind of a rough it play was. to work through we the dress rehearsal it was sad. we were right right at the beginning of this the show there's like a couple were we running through the whole thing yeah we were like this is gonna be the first full run through we've done of the show yeah we hadn't done rehearsal. that yet and there's a scene where margaret and sam sit my character down at the like at the table and so i'm like pulling my chair in and all that and, oh, and don't don't describe it too too intensely. Well, <laughs> it's my ears. the foot the 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 foot of the chair landed right on Margaret's toe, and her whole the whole toenail oh. on her big toe just fell completely off, just clean off. And I didn't notice. I was just like sat down and then went on my day. And she like goes she just happened to go off stage right up then. And so we, me and Monica were doing, kept doing the scene and we were doing our conversation or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Marge, I see Marge just like limping out. And the Caitlin's like, what's wrong? And Marge is like, um, I I don't remember what she said, but basically like I don't have a toenail. And so she like limps out of the room. It's like bleeding everywhere. Yeah. And then Caitlin like goes out with her. And then before she leaves them, before she closes the door, she turns around and looks us all in the eye and goes, Well, this dress rehearsal is officially a disaster. And closes the door and leaves. Leaves a bunch of twelve year olds. To sit in that, to just really be like, wow. I don't think she was like... No, but... She just wanted us to be aware yeah, of our reality. Yeah. I guess. Oh, it was so funny. That I felt so funny. bad for Marge. Yeah. Yeah. Did we ever run through the whole thing? Yeah, twice. Oh, okay. Opening night and closing night. <laughs> for real? <laughs> yeah, I think those are the only times we ran through the entire thing. We did it two times? Oh, yeah. yeah. I got to wear... So I had to wear a mustache for that show. Mm-hmm. And I had to use like that 
funny spear glue. Spear gum? Yeah. But it left, like, so you do the, you do it, and it's, like, this glue, and then you put the mustache on, but when you take it off it after, you have to use, like, oils and stuff. Yeah. And then it ends up being, like, sticky and but pieces of hair and oil. It's just yeah. disgusting. Sorry. I didn't love it. It also smelled really potent. That was fun. That was a good show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of my... Anyway, going back. That was one of my traditions, was watching Arsenic Mold Lace on Halloween. That was a rabbit trail. So that was. Them. But all this to say, this is uh, a very heavy recommendation from Between Takes to go watch Arsenic Mold Lace this Halloween. Or anytime. It's a great movie. And then more recent years, tradition was watching Over the Garden Wall. Mm-hmm. And that's a great... We've talked about that a little bit. That's a great show. Okay. Well... So, next portion. Next portion. This is going to kind of... I think this is kind of fun. I looked up a few origins of some old superstitions i want to see if you can figure out what the origins may be what <laughs> <laughs> so i'm going to tell you what a superstition is mm-hmm. okay like here's a superstition mm. you try and theorize and come up with a hypothesis as to what the origin would be? yeah how this what about the other way around be. i give you the origin story <laughs> and i have to guess what the superstition is okay we can try is that is that weird would that be harder? Yeah, easy? I feel like I would just give you the answer. <laughs> Without, like, saying it, can you just be, maybe, it, maybe I don't know how. I don't know how to. Well, well let's we, do it the other way first. We'll, we'll, we'll try both ways. Okay. So first one, we'll, we'll try, we'll try this one, this way first. Which way first? Your way. Oh. So back in Greece, they would, um, in those <laughs> days, it was common to view life cycles in, in segments of seven years. Mm. So... When someone was sick, they would, uh, I can't just, I'm just going to give it away. Maybe not then. I'm going to try it though. Okay. When someone was sick, they had a certain method. (laughs) It's either going to be way too vague where you can be like almost, you can guess anything, or it will be too specific and you'll know exactly what it is. But I'll try. When someone was sick, they would dip a mirror in water and then show the sick person's reflection in there. And if it was wrinkly, it means they were going to die. And if it was clear, it means that they would live. But then there was something else that involved one of these features that also attributed to their well-being. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't have anything. What did I say? <laughs> right, that's, that's it. What do you mean? One of these has a features that attributed of, to their one getting feature, well? What, no, no, no. What feature did I name that, that there's a superstition link to? Mirrors? Okay. What, what is a superstition link to that? If you look in it, something about passing a mirror on how... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's way simpler than that. You've never heard this? You break a mirror? Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> if you break it, then what happens? Seven years bad luck. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. You didn't? No. Well, this is a good game then. I'm not going to be good at this. <laughs> no, let's not do it that way anymore. <laughs> okay. Okay, tell so me that's what... That's interesting though. Yeah, which is kind of an interesting origin. Some of these, so I just looked up a bunch of <laughs> random superstitions and some of them were, like I looked up, you know, why is a horseshoe considered lucky? And the answer I got was like, in, in ancient Greece, a lot of these ancient, or originated in, in a lot of, well, Greece, Egypt, or Rome, one of the more ancient civilizations. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, the answer I got that I found was horseshoes uh considered lucky because they're made out of iron and iron is to be considered a lucky substance in rome and so and i was like, like cool. okay no but why why is <laughs> yeah it why so why do you think it is bad luck to walk under a ladder bad luck mm-hmm. just any ladder yeah 
will, it could fall on you. Okay. Um, is it always bad luck to walk under a ladder or just on unlucky days? Always. I, this, <laughs> I don't even have any ideas. Um, can I have a hint? It has to do with a couple origins. But what I'm, what I'm basing this answer off of, it has to do with the Trinity. The Father is on one side, the Son is on the other, the Holy Spirit is, is connecting the two on the top. So when you, shouldn't that be good luck, being surrounded by the Holy Spirit and well, the Trinity? <clears throat> it's bad luck right. if you're a bad person. Well, no, it's it, one thing. It's it's it would to anything relating to a triangle was uh, a lot of people in in like Rome and all that they would see as related to the Trinity, mm. and the Trinity was a holy thing, and they didn't quite well I don't know. Um, <laughs> you remember when you talked about right. <laughs> um, and to pass through it was to desecrate the Trinity was to put yourself oh. in, into it. It was one thing. Another one is that a ladder was leaned up against the cross to crucify Jesus. So mm. it's, it was considered, it was uh, attributed to wickedness and misfortune. <laughs> Yet people still used it. So it's not unlucky to use a ladder, He's but to walk, walk under, under one, it is. That's great. I also found that in England in the 1600s, criminals were forced to walk under the ladder on the way to the gallows, <laughs> which I think is ironic. Well, not ironic, but just like they're already going to die. So how is this going to help anything? Okay. Why do you think it's unlucky to open an umbrella indoors? <laughs> um, first of all, it's kind of dumb. Yeah. Um, is it like you do that, then it's going to definitely rain outside kind of thing? It's like an umbrella is opened. No, it's like a general, like around. No, I think it's like a you will just have bad luck in the future. That's the answer? No, that is, it, it's not oh. specific to rain or anything like that. The bad luck was just like, oh. whatever. Um, is this an ancient thing? No, it's fairly new. Like late 19th century. Well, I don't know. Why? Um, because the mechanism, like the, more, the modern umbrellas, um, was very finicky back in the day and very clumsy and big and it could very easily injure people. It's kind of boring. It's pretty simple. It's basically like... Why does it bring you bad luck? Well, because if you get stabbed by an umbrella, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad luck, though. It's not... Well, no, but it's just, it's it's like... It's more of like one of the things like, don't do that. Right. That's what I think it started as don't do that. Oh. As like, hey, by the way, don't use the umbrella inside because it could stab people. Make sure you're, you know, in don't <laughs> light fireworks inside type yeah. thing. It's like in you know, 300 years, are we going to have a superstition about... Oh, it's bad luck to bring a firework inside, and it's like, like doy. Yeah, that's <laughs> how it works. Whereas, as time went on, they perfected the the technology of the umbrella, mm. where it's like, ah, it's not as finicky anymore. Mm. We can figure this out. Anyway, that's a pretty straightforward. Okay. Just, there's just, nothing crazy about that. No, there's not anything crazy. Have you heard the superstition? When you spill salt, you should throw some over your shoulder. Okay, then I'll keep going. No, but you can talk about it. Well, this was another one that kind of confused me. So. Not confuse me, but it just seemed like it was like it, it didn't really answer the question entirely. Mm. So salt was salt was a very valuable substance, mm. right? Mm -hmm. You've heard of like the spice wars and all that. Yeah. This is even before then, Whoa. right? Um, oh, they should make like a you know there's all those like drug dealing shows. 
They should make one like just... It. Oh, you haven't? <laughs> like Narcos or Ozark or whatever, where it's like all those like direct dealing families and all that, and uh-huh. the whole thing is about this, the drug cartel. Yeah. They should do that with like the Spice Wars back in like 1643. <laughs> You're like, I have... I have lavender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and people are killing each other for cinnamon. Sounds like white girls in October. Oh. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's offensive. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. the point. That's anyway, um, <laughs> salt was a very valuable thing. Mm-hmm. So it was bad luck to spill it because it's bad to spill good things. Right, you're wasting it. Right. Okay. So in order to counter that, they would throw it over their left shoulder. And that's like the explanation I found. I did not do very much research on this. I'm going to say right now. <laughs> um, this may be cut entirely from the episode. I think it's fun. Okay, what's the origin of God bless you when people sneeze? Was it like, because it was like an uncontrollable thing? Was it like... Close. Like demon or something like mm-hmm. that was was making that making you do that. So then they were like, thought it was something bad. Close. One belief is that whenever you sneeze, you're expelling evil spirits from your body. Mm. So it's like, oh, good, you got rid of an evil spirit. God bless you. <laughs> type thing. Another one is that. I sneeze uh, a lot. Yeah, well, you should. Okay. Uh, you should sneeze more than okay, you stop. do. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one origin is in the 6th century AD uh, when Pope Gregory. There was a big, there was a, um, basically sickness going all throughout Italy and all that. Mm-hmm. And the first symptom of having that disease was sneezing. Mm-hmm. So when someone would sneeze, you would pray for them. Gregory, Gregory told everyone of the church, like, hey, pray for everyone who is healthy, pray for the sick. Mm-hmm. And so when people would sneeze, they would like pray for the people. They would say, oh, God bless you. Hopefully you, you're not that sick and you'll get better and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's basically it. Interesting, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, you feel is, like you're getting less enthusiastic these, this so is, I feel like these are just I, I'm finding I, it I really picked, interesting I picked one thing to go off of One source And they're like less invigorating than Wikipedia articles <laughs> You know I actually like Wikipedia Whoa controversial It's kind of interesting it's like a little story Like little stories mm-hmm. I think it's fun Keep Thanks. going uh, Why do you think the number 13 is unlucky? Because it's in the middle of the month There's Nothing. It's it's an odd number. Wouldn't fifteen be more in the middle than thirteen? But keep going. Three is the magic number, so I don't understand why thirteen is an unlucky number because it has a one on it. <laughs> you're not. You're not getting closer. Oh, you're nodding at me like I'm doing Sorry. something right. I'm I'm nodding because I'm just like I'm like is it warmer or colder? Colder. I feel like I want you to get close to this one. Well, I'm trying. Originates in the Hobbit. You know the Hobbit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is basically this is kind of playing off of this this old this this myth. What is in the Hobbit that consists of the number thirteen? The dwarves. Correct. So there are thirteen dwarves. Uh huh. Which is why they get Bilbo right to become the fourteenth member. Yeah. So that they don't have an unlucky number. Oh, didn't know that. You didn't? Did they say that? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Explicitly. Okay, in the first chapter. That in a while. Okay. It's, okay. So I, I just get that it's unlucky. Yeah, okay, don't, never mind. I don't get why. The origin that I found was the word for the fear of the number 13 is known as Trisca de 
Arachophobia. Tristiacophobia. Triskaidekaphobia. Tris, like three. Triskaidekaphobia. Is that trace or something? Well, it's spelled T-R-I-S-K-A-I-D-E-K. There's no D then. Is there a D? Yeah. T-R-I-S-K-A-I-D-E-K. Triskaidekaphobia. Okay. That looks normal. Give me a second. I'm going to copy and paste this into Google Translate. Let me just Google Triskaidekaphobia. Hang on. Give me one second. Triskaidekaphobia. Triskaidekaphobia. I was so close. Triskaidekaphobia. So, what's... Okay. Uh, <laughs> it originated <laughs> in an old uh, Norse myth. Um, okay. You know Norse. Yeah. You've been. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there were 12 gods invited to Valhalla. And they were just... So, normally in, Val, in, in, in Norse mythology, you'd have to die in order to go to Valhalla. Oh. And that's like where all the warriors would go, and they would eat, and they'd feast, and all that. And then they'd all fight, and fight, and fight, and kill each other. And then they'd wake up the next morning, and eat, and eat, and feast, and feast. And then they'd battle, battle, kill each other. Oh, and really that was... That's just, right, that's just the warrior's paradise. Okay. So, these 12 gods were all invited. Like, they didn't have to die. They could come straight to Valhalla, and okay. just spend a day there. And oh, they wow. were like, sweet, this is what we always wanted. Yeah. So, they go there, having a grand old time. Just kicking it with the shorties. And Loki pops in. He just totally crashes, crashes oh, their vibe. Loki. And it's just bad news all the way around. So he though. now makes the party 13, mm-hmm. which is now unlucky. And they try and get him out of there. And then he does stuff, which then results in uh, Balder dying. Anyway. So that's why it's unlucky? but Or they already knew it was unlucky to have 13? No. This was the origin of that. because, And then after that, in Norse culture, they were like, ah, oh, remember that one myth where... There were 12, and then Loki showed up, and it was 13, and Balder ended up dying, and everything oh, was horrible. Oh, they went, okay. So now 13 is an, must so be an unlucky number. So they're very literal about things. It's they like, are, yeah. Wow. These Norwegians don't mess around. No, they don't. So that originated in, in Norse mythology, in Norse Scandinavian culture, and then it was spread south to the rest of Europe, and it was reinforced in a Christian era by the story of the Last Supper, at which Judas, the disciple which betrayed Jesus, Ooh. was the 13th guest at the table. Oh my. Interesting. Kind of makes sense too, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> At the very end of this article, many people still shy away from the number 13, but there is no statistical evidence that 13 is unlucky. So that's kind of fun. That's a quick little origin story for these superstitions that could have been organized better. Good idea, Aiden. That was fun. Thanks. It was a good idea. <laughs> was it executed well? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was fun. Okay. We are having fun picking out our weekly topics. I think it's good for us to like, or I hope, hopefully this is fun for other people too, is mm-hmm. doing like actual, like talk about things like, oh my gosh, back it up. Um, talking about meaning, having meaningful conversations about. Right. We spend a lot of times topics. with very like open-ended questions and things yeah. like that. Which is fun for us. I right. enjoy it. But it's also fun to just do random lighthearted mm-hmm. things. Cause I think when I try to go to listen to podcasts, there's times where I'm in the mood for like really, really intense. Dense. I'm. Yeah listening to one right now actually it's kind of like it's a youtube series but they're like podcast kind of he, but he's like it's a video of him my mom shared it with me it's like about the guy who wrote the shack Have mm. you know yeah i've heard of that um i never read the book i think i've seen the movie joey actually just went to it and just like met the guy who wrote it oh seriously yeah wow maybe that's i don't know so my mom just said but anyway i've been listening to that today and that's like i get lost into that because he's just kind of reading out of his book and then describing like things and it's super good anyway 
that's more intense. But then sometimes you want to listen to like not that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> or you want to watch like a craft video or no, no, no one. I don't. Normally but you know what I'm saying, though? It's yeah. like you can go, like, you listen right. to comedy or something. That's, yeah. like, lighthearted for you. That's, right. like, easy listening. Right, I get what you're saying. And then there's times where you, like, want to listen for the point of, like, right. gaining knowledge or at least gaining insight from this person or right. this person's opinion. Yeah. So, and I think we go back, we also go back and forth with that, do, too, yeah. with what we want to share. Anything else you want to add? Uh, what's your favorite Halloween candy? Mm. Like, to get trick-or-treat? Yeah. I do enjoy a candy corn, but that's not usually why I get trick-or-treating. Mm. We used One time we got popcorn balls. Mm. I really like those. I was never a huge fan. What? Yeah, I thought they were fine. I thought they were good. What? But I just like normal popcorn better. Oh, really? Yeah. I liked them a lot. They had like candy in them and yeah. they were all like gooey and like crunchy. Super good. I also, I think, what candy did I enjoy getting? I didn't, I was more of a chocolate person. Good. So, like, when we traded with Jack or, like, my other siblings, well, Lexi, <laughs> <laughs> um, I have two, <laughs> Jack for sure was more on the sweet, like, the sour candies and, like, So you'd give those. him all the Skittles and take all his Hershey's. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's the way Although there were some things like Nerds and Sweet Tarts and Smarties I really liked. But things like Suckers you, yeah. or Skittles even. You're I think okay I was trying to those. think of, like, yeah. I really like Vanilla Tootsie Rolls. Mmm super good you know those blue ones yeah i'm trying to think Did of like, like what we got a lot of i didn't like i feel like snickers just was like you get tons so of snickers, snickers. that was kind like, of the joke that that was mom's favorite candy oh. or i thought it was actually mom's favorite candy oh really but that was just the one she knew we had the most of so she didn't feel as bad like yeah. asking us for a snickers kit kats are really good i feel like those yeah. were prized what other pri- were I think prized milky I feel ways like... and three musketeers were the were the ones in our really? house that were like those are they yeah. were just rare yeah. And they're so good. They're I so... don't remember them being... Maybe they were kind of rare. Oh, they're so like this nougaty, yeah. creamy, delicious. M&M's? M&M's were great. Now I don't really feel like candy. <laughs> Should we go with candy? <laughs> so takeaway from all of this, I should have prepared better for that superstition segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both had some pretty decent costumes and also some moderately lousy ones. <laughs> um, we're both... Speak for yourselves. Dory. Okay. <laughs> I think that's all I had to say. Um, we both prefer chocolate to fruity candy. And pillowcases are the only way to go. Yeah, that's really it. And but... I don't know if like this is a universal. I guess we didn't touch on it. I think everyone does it, but trading candy at the end of the night. Oh yeah. I think that's a normal thing, right? I hope that's a universal. But thing. basically, you like pour out all your candy on the floor. Ooh. I would always put mine in sections, like yes. how many I had of each. Yes. And then really, you... you would put like all your Snickers over here. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Because then you could count like how much right. you have. Well, first of all, you'd count and see who had the most. Oh, no, I didn't do that. Oh, we did that. I would also, I would try and hide it. I would try and go, oh, oh I only have four Snickers. Oh, I guess I can part with this one, but you oh, had to give me two Kit Kats. so you guys were I would sneaky. lie, is basically yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, once we got older, we would be just like, you know, I'll trade you Smarties for a big Kit Kat, and it's like, no. Right. <laughs> so by the end, I think we barely did any trades. I was I was pretty good at, at, at deceiving Eamon into thinking that, ah. Oh. I really want these Skittles, but I guess I'll get It's kind of mean. It's kind of manipulative. Right, right. If I would have taken advantage of how good I was at being manipulative, manipulative. Yep. If I took advantage of manipulation skills, of, <laughs> of my manipulation <laughs> skills. Sounds weird. Yeah. If I had learned earlier on how good I was at manipulation, I would have been a horrible child. I'm so glad I didn't learn until more recently. <laughs> 
I could have gotten away with so much. <laughs> I could have deceived my little brothers into you so didn't? much. I mean, I did, but I was pretty <laughs> obvious about it. Like, everyone knew, like, oh. Aiden, that's not true. You're being a jerk. Oh. I think we're just kind of rambling on now. We are. I like how. We don't want to say goodbye. This has been Between Takes with Opal Entertainment. I'm Olivia O'Neill, and this is Aiden Driscoll on guitar. Thanks so much for tuning in. Tell your friends, and tune in next week for a brand new episode of Between Takes. Between takes.